Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. We are back and we had a special guest on today, uh, somebody that really excited to have somebody that's uh, it's pretty close to us. Uh, it's the second not, time it, too. Yeah. Well, so this is the second time, but first time live. Yeah, that's right. I don't and think so, you all have played my other episode yet. Have you? No, we haven't. Mm. And so and if you don't know this voice, this is Andrew Bolton. And so right. Andrew is the man. He is actually, since last time we brought you on, you've basically taken this podcasting thing and become an expert. You have this whole Embercast thing going. I'm just saying Embercast, we are one episode in, so I'm basically an expert. (laughs) Literally thousands of followers. Embercast, proud sponsor of the Group Leader Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, we are super excited uh, to have you on because um, we actually were talking uh, just recently of uh, if you were to bring Andrew on as an expert, anything, what would it be? And I don't know if this would be the topic I would have chosen just out of every topic. There's a lot of things like cutting quarantine haircuts. You did that. That's right. For I'm me. pretty good. Um, I did it to myself too. So that's right. That's right. Building a temporary <laughs> office. You're also an expert, uh, expert in that. You're I can't that right wait. Now. I cannot wait to see how the tiny <laughs> office turns out. I'm excited. That's right. Uh, but actually, I think this topic that we're talking about today on creative ways your group can serve your community in this season is actually one that is perfect. Uh, and, and when we started talking about it, I was like, man, well, we've got to get Andrew on. So today, as we start talking about this topic of how could your group serve our community, I, I want to just kind of start with maybe how people initially hear that. Because for me personally, when I hear it, I almost, I think I can go into a self-preservation mode, like, Hey, I can't focus on serving my community. I can't uh, focus on serving the hospital or the front line or people I don't know. I'm just trying to survive this myself. Um, you know, our, my group's struggling just to meet weekly digitally. You want us to serve. I think it's, it's almost like, man, why, how could you expect us to thrive when I'm just trying to survive? And I think that self-preservation thing, I think, you know, what I would ask is, how do you validate some of that perspective, but then also challenge it? And so, Andrew, we can start with you and Mike, if you want to jump in, but what would you say to that perspective? Yeah, I'd say for, for all of us right now, we're all in uncharted territory. Like we, we've never been here before. Hopefully we'll never be here again. Uh, but our mission and vision hasn't changed to seek and save the lost, to reach the, the people around us, to mm-hmm. serve people, even though we're in quarantine. So we're all just trying to figure out what does this look like? Uh, together, you know, and, and we have no idea how to do this. So uh, I think getting creative right now uh, is something we're having to focus on. So yes, it is scary. Yes, there are mm-hmm. health reasons. Maybe we shouldn't go and do all these things. And I think uh, there is wisdom in in being wise, which sounds funny to say it that way, but, <laughs> you know, make a wise decision for you and your family. But that doesn't mean we can't serve, you know, just, just to yeah. give you one example. Um, you know, the other day, I have a fire hall literally in my backyard. Like I'm looking at my window, looking at them right now. Uh, and on the back of my fence, I just, I, I nailed up a sign that said praying for you station five. Uh, oh, and, man, I, cool. I, and just even that little thing, like I didn't go over there. I didn't do anything in that moment. I just put up that little encourage encouragement and I'm actually praying for them. And that was encouraging for them. They they've actually commented on how encouraging that is and how any little thing right now matters. So, um, I know there's more we can talk about, but I think it just comes to shifting our perspective on what a serving look like right now. 
Yeah, man, that's really good. So, you, like, you didn't necessarily change that you were going to serve. You just changed how you would like that. You're saying, man, maybe I can't go in person, but I could do something that isn't necessarily um, compromising me or hurting my family, but it, it still serves somebody. That, that's awesome. That's right. that's Mike, good. what would you say to that perspective? Well, I think the only thing I would add to that is just to validate the fact that if you are feeling that, so if you're like, man, I don't even know, we're just trying to survive this. We're struggling to even meet, whether we're doing it online or whatever that is, but, uh, understanding that those feelings are normal. It is normal for you to be apprehensive about how can we do this? It's normal to be like, man, we're just really just trying to survive this thing. And you're telling me that I need to be serving other people. How in the world can I do that? All those feelings, all those emotions, are normal. Uh, it would be strange, probably, yeah. if you weren't feeling that, or unless you were Andrew Bolton, then he's probably never experienced that ever. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's okay that you're feeling that. Uh, it becomes a problem when you allow that to stop you from doing what mm. God's called you to do. So yeah. I think that um, you know everything that Andrew said. You know, I would agree with one hundred percent. You know, it is. We get this idea in our head sometimes that it has to be these big, um, grand uh, expressions of love and care, when in reality, Mm -hmm. it can be the smallest thing that has the hugest impact for somebody, like hanging the sign on the fence. Uh, It does not have to be some big, elaborate thing for it to, you know, I'm putting up the air quotes, count. Yeah. No, I love that. I think, you know, I don't know if you are like me, whenever, whenever... I start, I take that step of faith and I start to serve and I look outward and I try to say, man, how could I bless somebody? Um, you know, how can I obey God? How can I, uh, you know, point them to Jesus, show Jesus' love uh, for them? Anytime that I, my focus gets off myself and gets to Jesus or gets to others, it, it, it in re- return blesses me. I feel like I, when I'm getting in a funk and whenever I'm really struggling is when I'm all inward. And so actually it's those little ways of caring for other people that I'm in my most healthy states uh, because I think I've stopped putting the focus all on me and the news channel. And so um, I love all the stuff you said. It's, it's right now what we're saying is, man, we're called to love our community. And if there's places where, man, we've got to be wise to not, to not put ourselves in danger, that's fine. We just get creative on how we serve, not if we serve. So, Mike, if we were not under our current situation with social distancing, shelter at home, and the virus and all that, what what is the normal rhythm for life groups specifically and, and when it comes to serving their community? Well, we talk about, we talk a lot about what, you know, we expect the group to do on a regular basis. So, you know, you may be familiar with meet weekly, party monthly, and serve quarterly. So that's the the normal rhythm that we would expect any life group to function under. Uh, But when you use the term normal right now, that doesn't necessarily translate because we are definitely not in normal circumstances. But I think, you know, as, you know, I think right now at the time we're recording this, this is like week six of you know quarantine uh so normal has changed drastically but when we look at these rhythms uh we see we can still accomplish them even when it's not normal we can meet weekly you know online in a zoom call or google hangouts or whatever that is we can party monthly we did that whole episode on digital hangouts where we can host a trivia night we can we can do these things um 
we can also do the serve quarterly, right? So this is how that group is supposed to be uh, emphasizing that outward impact where they're serving in and around their communities, meeting yeah. needs, doing these things. We're finding out that even in unnormal circumstances, we can still do that, right? Yeah. We can still serve quarterly or, you know, however often that's going to be. But yeah. I think the question um, that we need to answer, Vic, is why is right now a great time for our groups to be serving together? Yeah. Now, I mean, I think right now, actually, what's what's crazy is I think right now, if you've never served as a life group, I think this actually could be a great opportunity to start. I think in, in a lot of ways, kind of like some of the digital uh, way of doing groups is remove some barriers. I think right now there's this great need out there that is going to rally people. Like no one's going to look at the at serving the community right now and say, uh, I don't know if that really makes a difference. You know, like everybody. And the thing is, people who don't know Jesus, people who are far away, ton of people will jump in with serving the community right now. If that is serving the fire department or making masks or helping frontline, like that's a cause that every single person can get behind and believer or not. And I think not. So what's crazy is as we go, it's not only going to like, we have such a great opportunity in serving the community and serving people. And as we extend this radical hospitality in a time like this, it's going to point people to Jesus, both, people we're serving, we're going to have opportunity to show Christ's love in a very tangible way. But also, I mean, you know, Andrew, we talked about it. There's some people in our neighborhood who don't know Jesus, who, if we said, Hey, let's serve the fire department, which I won't share too much about that. I'll save that for you. Don't steal a thunder. Jump all in. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. (laughs) Like they're going to jump in, you know, and they don't know Jesus, but they would, they definitely believe in serving our community. So I think there's just this place for our radical hospitality to really point people to Christ in this season, not just the people we serve, but people who will serve the community with us. Yeah. And a question that we've been asking as a staff um, that I'll kind of tweak for here is like the sta- our staff at Long Holler, we've been asking how will our community, how will Sumner County remember Long Holler when this season's finished? Yeah, that's right. That's a good question th- to ask. It is. You know, you look and say, man, will they, first off, will they remember Long Hollow? And if the answer is no, then we miss something. We miss the right. opportunity. And then two, it moves us to how and trying to say, what are we going to do and, and move to strategy? That's right. Well, and I think, and I think can, Vic, an important you know perspective on that is we, we don't want them to remember Long Hollow because Long Hollow is awesome. We want them to remember yeah. Long Hollow because we serve them and point them toward Jesus. Like I, I just mm, think it's great. important to, to keep that perspective in mind. So as I'm out here trying to love my neighbors, I'm not trying to love my neighbors so they think Andrew Bolton's awesome, right? I want mm. them to, I want to be out there loving my neighbors so they see an accurate picture of who Jesus is. Yeah, man, that's so good. No, I love that, and it's never about our long haul or our brand, but like you said, it's that pointing people to Christ. And I think for our groups, you know, you take that question and just say, okay, how how would your neighborhood, how would your community remember your group when this season's finished? You know, how are they going to remember you as a neighbor, you as a friend? And again, it's not about you. It's about they want to be, or you want them to be able to describe Jesus Christ being displayed through you. And you want, when they look back to this season, man, I think about the shelter at home. I think about how hard it was. I think about this, but you know what? I also remember my neighbor, Andrew Bolton. He did this, you know, like if that could be remembered, I think we've left a mark and we've really taken that opportunity and showed Christ's love in it. So that's great. 
Mike, as we always say, right? We've got to get practical. <laughs> here, here we go. And so that's why we bring on the expert, Andrew yes. Bolton. <laughs> Andrew, what what are some tangible ways? Like, let's start with what you're doing. Your life group, which uh, they've got some great members in it, including right. the Greens. That's um, right. Fantastic people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what are, what are, get them what are we up. doing? Yeah, I know, golly, they're the worst. That's something we about missed, having a baby. We this missed week. you guys last night. <laughs> We're going to the doctor's office in like two hours. If that gives me any type of uh, relief. So, anyway, what, how would you like, what is our life group going to be doing? And kind of how did that idea come about? Um, yeah, just share a little bit about that. Yeah. So, uh, right now, like we said earlier, uncharted territory, never been here before. Our mission and vision as a church and life group hasn't changed, but our method has to. So right now we can't be out serving the schools and, and serving all these other ways that we would typically be serving. But the opportunities we do have are the ones right around us. So we still have neighbors, mm. right, that we can serve. Yeah. We still have organizations, right? So we have a lot of people who are, like you mentioned earlier, sewing masks for hospitals or, or mm. delivering food to doctor's offices and all this stuff. So what we're specifically doing is right in our backyard, literally, uh, is Station 5 Fire Hall here in Gallatin. So what we're yeah. trying to do, we have five families in our neighborhood. We have a couple families in our life group that, that don't live in our neighborhood, but five families that do live in our neighborhood in our life group who we are going to to rally together to, to grill food and, and provide dinner for the three shifts at this fire hall here. Uh, but there's mm -hmm. a missional aspect to this too. You mentioned this a second ago, Vic, that when there's people in our, in our neighborhood who don't go to church, aren't in our life, life group, yeah. you know, don't even, you know, know Jesus as their savior, but they'll rally behind this. So what this is an entry point for is for them to get connected to serving. Uh, and who knows what God's going to do through that. They, you know, yeah. all the time I, I've heard people say, Hey, why are y'all doing this? Why do y'all treat people this way? Why are y'all mm. serving people in this way? Uh, and we're bringing them into this opportunity for them to start asking these questions right. um, and see, man, there, there's good people doing good stuff all over the place, but we're doing this because we love Jesus and we want to be Jesus to this fire hall, be Jesus to this neighborhood, be Jesus to whatever opportunities are right here around us. Mm, that's that's good. So good. I, I think we've even started that already with like the neighborhood put together like a gift basket to give right. to mm -hmm. the fire hall. So like, I mean, taking that question, you know, like we're hoping that, that, that fire hall is able to very positively answer the question, you know, how will Patterson Farms neighborhood, how will the Bolton Life Group be remembered when the fire hall thinks about the COVID-19 outbreak? We want to be part of their memories in a positive way that's pointing them to Jesus. Yeah, and I think there's there's some other practical things you can do too, because I know for a fact, everybody listening to this podcast doesn't have a fire hall sitting in their backyard. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> they point. do Fair have point. people they can reach out to. So, I mean, our kids have been writing, you know, drawing funny, encouraging cards to take to the hospital or to drop in oh, neighbor's mailboxes or just little things like that. Like, you know, I just consider what has been an encouragement to me during this time. And then how can I do that for somebody else? So when somebody drops off a card in my mailbox, when somebody drops off cookies on my front porch, like all that stuff has been super encouraging to me. Therefore, how can I go and do that for somebody else? Even sourdough bread, Mike, that you guys dropped off. And that stuff was awesome and super encouraging. Dude, that uh, was so, great. So well, how can Jessica I take what's, what encourages me and just simply go do that for somebody else? So we actually are going to include a resource to help, you know, because you don't always have Andrew Bolton at your disposal, you know, Mr. Idea Man on how to serve the community. <laughs> 
we actually create a resource to help uh, kind of generate some ideas because there's a lot of different possibilities. And so we're putting that link in the show notes. Uh, and so you can go and look at it, talk about it as a group figure, which one works best for you. But, you know, Andrew and Mike, I'd love as you kind of think through that list, what were some of the ideas that we included on there that you really liked? Yeah, so uh, it's funny because I'm, I'm hopping off this call to, to my next one where we're talking about this, but uh, we have our 2020 graduates this year who, um, you know, the, the biggest year of their high school career, missing out on the last mm. end of it, how can we serve them? So something we're working on is how do we partner with adult life groups to send them care packages or encouraging letters? Like that's just kind of this, this group of students that we can serve in this way that, that we've never had to serve in this capacity before so that's yeah. an opportunity but also i just say never um never overlook how much your prayers mean to somebody so yeah, vic i know we have a group of guys that meet uh every day at 5 30 in the morning to pray for each other but then to pray for our community and pray for people on the front lines and pray for people mm -hmm. sick with the virus and and all this stuff and and we believe god can do more in a moment than we can do in our lifetime so i'd say man committing to praying for people and as you're calling people as you're checking on people praying for them in the moment uh, that's a huge way that you can serve as well. Yeah, man, I love that. What What about uh, Mike? What What were a couple of the ideas that you liked from uh, that uh, from that outline? Well, I think so. Some of them are some of them are pretty natural, right? So when we when we thinking about digital gift cards or calling and texting neighbors to check in, uh, you know, if there's elderly people in your neighborhood that need help getting groceries or medications or those types of things, I, I think those yeah. those types of things come pretty naturally. Uh, but I think one of the one of the things I've noticed in my neighborhood is the amount of people that are walking up and down the sidewalk, right? And my front porch is way more than six feet from the sidewalk. Yeah. Uh, so it's real easy. If I want to just sit on that front porch and wait for someone to walk, I don't even have to go anywhere. I can just sit there and engage people as they walk by. And a lot of times it's, hey, how's it going? You know, good to see you. You know, loving this weather. You know, small talk and stuff like that. But those are little entry points into having a, a more spiritual conversation because as I'm doing that more and more, it enables me to say, hey, so how can I be praying for you? You know, what's yeah. something going on in your life right now that you need prayer for, you know, whatever that is. And, you know, sometimes it's now we're good and then they keep walking and that's fine. Uh, but sometimes they want to sit and talk for a second and say, hey, man, I could really use some prayer because of X, Y or Z. Um, yeah. I think it goes back to that idea that it doesn't have, you know, if you want to do a huge grand gesture, awesome. Knock it out of the park. But it doesn't have to be that. It can be something much simpler, much smaller uh, to get your feet wet and then let it grow from there. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I think uh, one of the ideas that, man, this is so simple is what we did. Uh, you know, Andrew and I actually hosted a digital trivia night and just invited our neighborhood in and people are craving just social interaction. We had people come and say, I was about to lose my mind at the house. Like this was so good for me, you know, like, Man, it, it couldn't get any easier to serve our neighborhood than to just provide an outlet for them to laugh and have fun. So yeah. we just did a, a trivia night. I've heard of bingo nights. Like, um, I mean, you can do just, I mean, we the digital hangout idea that we talked about previously is a great way to serve your community. 
Um, I think there's stuff that you can do for nurses and, 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 and frontline workers or bringing them food or writing uh, cards for them. You know, like there's just a lot of options there. And what I would encourage you is to, to really think about that, be creative. And, um, and what I would say, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be good just to get anybody, your groups individually looking to serve uh, their, their community. It'll be great if you can actually do it as a group and find ways to like say, Hey, let's, let's do this zoom call and bring in our neighborhood or whatever it may be. And so um, that would just be our encouragement is to think through it. And I know right now, maybe we're just kind of just trying to survive this, but I really think this is a great way. And I think what's funny or what is interesting is I think you can have, you can begin to build consistency and community within your group as you focus and get on mission together and engage in the community around you. And that would be our hope uh, in this time. And so that the question we'll finish with is uh, what we talked about earlier. How will your neighborhood, how will your community remember your group when they look back on the COVID-19 outbreak? We hope that it, it leaves an impression that points people to Jesus. And so big shout out to Andrew. So glad that you got to join us, dude. Um, and we want to, again, remind you, grab the resource in the show notes. As you're serving the community, post on our Facebook groups. We would love to see some of the pictures of what your group's doing to really care for Sumner County. Um, and then, as always, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. If you have, leave us a rating or review. And if there's any way we can help, email us at groups at longhollow.com. And we look forward to seeing how your group serves Sumner County in the days ahead.